Like, whatever you want to do, I'm with it, but you have to do something. Mm -hmm. And whatever that is, I support it, but that can't be just a dream. Right. Like, you're really going to have to narrow down what is it that you're going to do, right. and, and then study, practice, do what you have to do to become the best at that. Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. And uh, we're at the Rosen Shingle Creek Resort in Orlando, Florida. And like always, we're all fired up. We just finished our Run Fast event. I've been hosting it all day. I am a little hoarse. I sound different than the other podcasts. Please forgive me. But we have an amazing, uh, just such a special guest, a, a man that I'm just a tremendous fan of, Dr. Eric Thomas. Yeah, yeah I told you that's E.T. to you. Uh, yeah, E.T. <laughs> E.T. E. E. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. I know yeah. you're, you're a very busy man. Yeah. Uh, when I think of Detroit, uh, I think of guys like Royce the Five Nine. Yeah. I think of like Guilty Simpson, yeah. Black Milk, yeah. guys like that, uh, St. Andrews Hall, uh, the hip hop shop, all those kinds of things. But I do know that in a corporate world, in a lot of different settings, there's a negative connotation that comes with that. But that is a, a, a culture and a thing yeah. that even in your title that you embrace, yeah. why is that? Um, you, you know, it is. The culture is a part of the fabric of this country now. Yeah, absolutely. You, know you, you can't separate it. The colonel is um, playing hip hop on his commercials. Yeah. KFC, yeah. he's uh, he's dancing. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it is just a part of the culture. And I think music has always been a part of the culture. There was a time where there are those who are in the corporate space who did not want to acknowledge it. Right. But I think it's so big now. Right. It it reaches so far, and it's not a, you know, it's not a ethnic thing right it's just a american thing just a thing and so my thing is like yo e is real right. i feel way more comfortable doing it <laughs> yeah. than i feel doing something else yeah and so i wanted to be authentic and i wanted to be true to you know like you said detroit yeah. um not only is music detroit yes uh, also blue collar Yes. You know, for Jim Christ, yes. the people working in the plants yes you know the midwest the steel mills so this is how we dress going to a plant, yeah. Like you know, you didn't necessarily <laughs> wear a shirt and a tie right. to go to a plant. So right. this is—I was just trying to be um, as true as I could to my culture. You talk about you know uh, in your speech today about not talking corporate. Yes. Has that ever held you back? Yes. Yeah. yeah in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and it's like anything else. You know, I was talking to a lady. I'm studying, you know, Spanish. Estudiando español. <laughs> right. And she was like, I said, believe to her in Spanish. She's like. Whoa. Did you just say? I was like, absolutely. Right. So what happens is when you speak the person's language, yeah. there's a connection that's there that's not there when you don't. Right. And so I didn't speak corporate. Again, as I mentioned, I was never exposed to it growing up, you know, in the city. Right. Uh, but there are so many benefits, mm. you know, in corporate. And more importantly, a lot of the people that I used to talk to and the plants aren't at the plants anymore. Right. And they're in corporate, but blue-collar corporate. Right. And so I needed to learn the language so I can get there and be a blessing. Because I knew there are going to be a lot of people that are come and give them a dynamic message. But everybody's not going to be able to relate to them. Right. And because they don't relate, they may not receive it in a way mm -hmm. they're supposed to receive it. So even today, you, you know, I felt, I felt and feel Ron's heart. Mm. And I know that there will be people in the room who are cautious or right. skeptics, yeah. 
only because they're not from a certain community. And I want to be able to say, hey, guys, don't do that. Yeah. You're killing yourself. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm in corporate space. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I don't go everywhere. I don't speak for every company that calls. Right. I'm here. Do right. me a favor. Take advantage of this opportunity. Yes. And I know they'll hear both of us, but there are some people in the room who will hear it differently right. coming from me. And it's not a, I don't think it's a black or white thing. I think it's an experience thing. Right. And there are kids in the room or adults who've had my experience yes. and will be able to say, oh, if E says it's good, they already kind of believed it was because they're doing it, yeah. but not 120. And mm -hmm. I want to leave the room and go, this is not something you should be doing 70%. If you're going to do it, right. just give it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Black man from Detroit, yeah. a lot of odds stacked against you. Yeah. Did you always believe in yourself? Definitely not. Mm. You know, I believe what everybody else said about, you know, me and my guys mm. or not having a, your biological father in your, your life. But I was fortunate. I had a pastor who came in my life, and he wasn't on the religious stuff. He was on the, what's your purpose? Right. Like, what are you going to do with your life? Like, right. you're 17, running the streets. Like, what are you, you, you going to run the streets for the next 20, 30, 40? He's like, yeah. bro, you gifted. He saw this mm. before I saw it. Right. You know, and so he was one of the first people that made me believe. And then my wife wasn't as kind in making me believe. Oh, you know, wow. she, was a, she was a little bit more forceful. Like, right. we got to eat. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We yes. got to take care of ourselves. Yes. And you are you are our talent. Yeah. We need you to go and make it happen. Stop making excuses. Stop being lazy. Like, whatever you want to do, I'm with it. But you have to do something. Mm. And whatever that is, I support it. But that can't be just a dream. Right. Like, you're really going to have to narrow down what is it that you're going to do. Right. And, and then study, practice, do what you have to do to become the best at that. Absolutely. Yeah. I saw you speak uh, in October at the A3C conference yes, in Atlanta. Yes. A young lady stood up. She said that she was homeless, yes. lived in her car for a very long time, yes. saw your content, and that's what inspired her to make yes. a change. Yes. I feel like you do a service as an inspiration to so many people, but I think at the same time, that's such a huge thing. Yes. How do you embrace it? How do you deal with so many people just feeling so attached to you? Yeah, I'll be honest, man. I try to pretend like it don't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? I try to be, you know, as, as I try to live as much of a normal life yes. as I can. So I'm still at Walmart. Yeah. I'm still at Target. Sometimes I get, right. you know, they'll bombard me, but I'm like, yo, I'd rather get bombarded and live my normal life yeah. than to, you know, st stuck in a hotel and I can't make moves. So I've just tried to really just pretend like I got a normal life, give all the you know, glory to God, my mentors are people that have been a blessing to me right. and just try to stay normal, mm. you know? And, and again, it's tough. Like you said, you got kids saying, I look to you as a father, yes. not a motivational speaker. Like right. I look to you yeah. as a father. Right. And so I wake up in the morning and go, all right, I can't be everybody's dad, but from three to, you know, 3.30 from yeah. noon. To, and plus my kids are old. My son's 24 and now my daughter's right. 21. They don't want me to father as much as <laughs> right. I used to. So I got a little bit more space right, right, with right. the father thing because yeah. they like, dad, go do somebody else. Like we right. grown now. Right. Um, but I do. If I'm speaking, like here, if somebody comes to me, this is the time to be that Eric that they need me to be. Yeah. But um, Will Smith said something funny. Uh, I, I saw it last week and he was like, yo, you have to be careful not to be the character mm. that people see you as right. and, 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 and be you. Like, don't go into. And so I really just try to be the guy you see on YouTube, the guy you see every day, you know, the guy that you think you look up to right. and, and just try to live as much of a normal life as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. We talk about with our agents because a lot of people um, becoming agents, there's a lot of fear involved. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they have what we refer to as an aha moment 
where they decide to go full throttle. And some of the people today that you saw that are having such a tremendous success, it was because they had that moment. For you, as whether it was getting educated, whether it was helping your family, becoming a motivational speaker, for you, what was your aha moment? Yeah, so two, Les Brown, Bob Proctor. Okay. Two giants in the game. Yeah. Bob been in for 50. I don't want to age less. Right. So I don't know how long you've been in the game. Let's be like, I ain't been in for 50. I've been in for 30. Right, you know? right, right. So, so however long you've been in the game, but both pulled me to the side and had a serious, like, yo, you are gifted. Act like it. Right. You know, you're gifted. Wow. Act, walk in it. Charge. Yeah. Go out and say, you know, I'll never forget. I, 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 I won't say a name, but I said a speaker was like the best speaker in the world. Les was like, oh, don't you ever do that. Uh -huh. You're the best in the world. Wow. And I was like, what? He's like, no, 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 no. You are the best yes. in the world at this moment. There's yes. nobody as transparent, nobody giving what you're giving. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but he's like, no, 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 you. And that changed for me because it was like, okay, first of all, here is a giant who could easily say, I'm number one, right. you, you number two. Right. And he was like, no, you are number one and Les would call me once every three months, like yeah. now, and just calling, like, how you right. doing, I'm good, right. what do you need? You still know you number one, right? <laughs> right. And I'm like, man, it's just like Serena helping Coco, you know, yeah. <laughs> telling yeah, yeah, yeah. her, yeah. absolutely, training with her, working with her, absolutely. and telling her, you are the best now. Like maybe I was the best, mm. but you are the next 10, 20, 30 years, you're the right. one. So those two guys are responsible for helping me boost my confidence. That's really amazing. Yeah. Um, being a motivational speaker is a very hard thing to get into. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched uh, another speech because I watch a lot of your content yeah. just naturally. Yeah. After yeah. Uh, you went viral on World Star because <laughs> some kids weren't listening and you were there <laughs> ah. for free, ah. that's when you originally got on my radar and <laughs> right. I just started watching your right. content constantly right. after that. And you did, you've said before, like there was a very long stretch as a motivational yeah. speaker that you didn't get a dollar. Yeah. What kept you going? I never did it for money. Right. I've always done it to inspire. You know, so like that was right. it. I never, I, I never went. I want to be number one. I told you, let's call me by Proctor calling. Like I never wanted to be number one in the world. Right. I just wanted to, in my spare time, motivate people. Right. And um, that's why I never got discouraged. I was never scoreboard watching. Right. You know, I wasn't trophy watching. I wasn't salary watching. Right. I love the game. Yeah. You know, I play, I play the game for free. Mm. If I never got paid, like this is what I eat, sleep, and drink, mm. and I just happen to get a break where people started to like, like it's what I tell people, and that's not to be cocky. I was already who I am now when it was VHS. Mm, it just, right. It, 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 I'm sorry, it just, it, 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 whoever saw it, saw it. Right. And nobody else, but now with social media, yes. everybody can see the one speech you did yeah. a gazillion times. So right. I was always going to schools for free. Yeah. I was always you know, hitting churches and detention centers and prisons. Like I've been doing this work um, maybe not as far back as 8-track, but at least right. cassette tapes. <laughs> right, I remember right. selling cassette tapes, and I just think I was fortunate enough to come out when social media mm. came out. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's not something you can predict, no. but I was just so fortunate yeah. to, because I don't think I'm better than the other guys, but all those other guys came out maybe 10, 20 years before me, yeah. and they didn't necessarily get the privilege of raising the millennials Generation Z, I just happen to be the guy yeah. that's raising the millennials. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We uh, always talk with our agents about their future, their future with senior life, their future with the company. Where does Eric, because I, I heard you're going to slow down on the corporate yeah. events, so yeah. we're definitely very blessed yeah. to have you because it's no going to be, you know, no you're going to fill your contracts. You're the yeah, then you're in the roller deck, so right. uh, we, we, we might see each other again, right. but no, no new friends. Right. <laughs> no new right. friends. Um, What's the future for Eric Thomas? Uh, Nobel Prize. You know, changing the school district. Like, I truly believe, and I know you can attest to this, 
I don't know that I or anybody else is dumb, mm. but the way the school system is set up is like, yo, what's this 180 days, right. 13 year thing? Like, what right. are we doing? Here? Right, right. You know, but that's so much time to be in one spot yes. that you should get something from all of that time. Yes. And I want to go in and show teachers, yo, it's not a one size fits all. Like, yeah. you, every kid, like, they should tell me, you talked, imagine that. I talk too much. Like, imagine <laughs> right. that. Like, right. I can't talk enough now. Right. But because my gift didn't fit their program, yeah. it was like, get out of here, mm. you know? And I want to show teachers, you know, you got four different kids in the classroom. You got to learn how to meet each one of their needs. So mm. I'm looking forward to getting into schools and telling little, little kids like, bro, you can't get no, you can't get anywhere without, I'm not going to say a degree. You right. can get to it without a degree, right. but without an education. You have to know how to read. You have to know how to write. Yes. Look, you come to senior life. The, the packages are, the plans are in English. Yes. And so if you can't read, it, you're not going to be successful in, in critical thinking skills. Right. If you don't have critical thinking skills, you, you can't forecast and analyze. Right. You, you, you're you messed up. Right. You know? So right. I just want to go into schools and get that 13-year-old that clocked out of school yeah. and then eventually had dropped out at 16. Right. I want to go back and talk to those kids before they get to that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very admirable. Yeah. Um, I always give our guests, I know that you are in a hurry, so I yeah. definitely appreciate yeah. you taking this time, yeah. but I always give our guests on the podcast, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Any any comments or anything you'd like to say? Well, just in case my wife ever sees this, I love her dearly. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just want to say to everybody out there, especially that that, are, that you're in this business, Yes. it doesn't make sense to have a leader if, you, if you're not going to follow them. Absolutely. You know? And yes. people ask me all the time, like, why you wife tell you this, you this, this? I'm like, bro, it don't make sense to be married to somebody and we and I'm I'm not going to respect her. Right. Like, why would I get married to right. her if I'm not? We're on the same team. Right. And so I just want to say to those that may be listening later, you can't listen to others who are not the leader. Mm. We don't know what their motives are. Right. We don't know why they're telling you don't be in this business or don't do this or don't do that. Like, we right. don't know why. Right. So I would just say if you have a leader... You have a leader. Yeah. You have leaders. Follow the leader. Definitely. And and don't look at it as you're less than a human. Right. You know, because you're humbling yourself to another human. Right. But we all have to go through that process. When we were walking, you guys did a phenomenal job, but they were, you know, bodyguarding me and was like, don't, no, nobody can touch me. Don't, don't, right, you right. Know, we got to hurry up and get to the podcast. Yeah. But there were two women that I hugged. And they were like, yo, why you hug those two women? I was like, those were elderly women. Mm. So, so they, they went before me. Right. So I got to stop and show love. Yes. And those who have gone before us in this business, we have to listen to, we have yeah. to follow. They've already gone through it. And I tell my son all the time, like, bruh, yeah. I've been 24. Yeah. But you ain't never been 49. Right. Right. <laughs> I promise you want to listen to me. Right. I've done the 24 thing. Yeah. I know exactly what it looks like. You've never done 49. Yes. So listen to me yes. and know that of everybody in the world, what I'm saying to you is because I have your best interest in heart. Yeah. And I want to see, and, you, and they, they have to know that the leaders created this business with their best interest in heart. Yes. And if they do what they're told to do, how they're told to do it, they are never going to want for anything financially. Definitely. You know? Thank you so much for yep. taking this time. Yep, thank you. I know that you're in a hurry, so yep. this is definitely a blessing for me yep. just being a huge fan of you. This is an honor. Yep. Uh, so thank you so much for yep. coming. And thank you. You guys can't see all of these right. guys that's doing all the work here. <laughs> right, right. We just sitting chilling, but th th thank you guys for the um, setup. Appreciate you guys dearly. Definitely. Yep. Thank you for saying yep. that. And yep. uh, like we say, we finish every podcast. It's Senior Life, All Your Life. <laughs>